I'm Steve Aronson. This is Lehigh Valley Discourse, and tonight we're going to be talking baseball right here on WDIY. Joining us in the studio this evening is Matt Barry, President for Marketing and Entertainment for the Lehigh Valley Iron Pigs. Also in the studio is a number one Lehigh Valley Iron Pigs fan, Rosalie Viscomi. So, 2022 was a mixed bag for the Iron Pigs. They won 76 games and lost 72, but they slid from first place to fifth place during the course of the season. So as we get closer to opening day in just about three weeks, we'll take a brief look at last season and a more focused look at 2023. As we uh, do all of that, we'd like to keep two things in mind, two perspectives. One, Coca-Cola Park, the venue, and two, baseball, the game. So the team had a respectable record of 76 and 72 in 2022, but had a slide which saw them dip from first to fifth place in the International League's East Division. It should be noted that the team was in playoff contention until almost the end of the season, but the disappointment was palpable. Matt, from your perspective, what contributed most to how the season went by? Well, honestly, I think, uh, you know, if you look at what the Phillies were doing with their playoff run, that's where they took most of our guys off of our roster who were uh, helping us uh, stick with that first place run that we were on. And uh, you can see that across all minor league baseball as you watch, uh, you know, what what the parent clubs, what affiliate clubs are, are making a playoff run. They'll pull up those best prospect players, best players from your AA and AAA teams to make sure they have the best uh, best outcome to their playoffs. So that's where you start seeing a decline uh, from, from the play on field generally. Uh, and then, you know, players are getting tired and they may not have a chance to get called up this year. And uh, so that does all play a factor into the performance on field. Were there any particular 2022 highlights you'd like to share? I think, uh, you know, it was a it was a good season all around. It felt like normal baseball again um, coming off the pandemic. And it was uh, the first season where it was a full season. You know, fans were excited. And, uh, you know, I think just riding that wave that the Phillies, Phillies left off in uh, – in this October and November is, is probably the top thing for everybody top down from the Phillies down to Jersey Shore. Now, while all of this were, was going on, over 544,000 fans came through the turnstiles at Coca-Cola Park, which was the second highest in the league. In your opinion, how do the Iron Prince consistently maintain such high attendance numbers? I think it has a lot to do with uh, the entertainment value that we bring uh, every, night in and night out. It could be a fan's first time in the ballpark or a fan's 75th time in the ballpark, and they're they're getting a brand new experience. Um, you know, we keep the traditions that people love with our fireworks, our giveaways, our mascot skits, you know, some of the fun things that we do. Uh, but we can control everything that doesn't happen outside of the play on the field, right? So we, we continue to strive to be the best. And I think it also helps having the most affordable tickets, uh, you know, in the area for for entertainment and, and, and baseball. Now, Rosalie, I have a two. I have a two-part question for you. Was there anything in 2022 that stood out for you, and why do you continue to be part of those 544,000 fans? You've been doing it for 15 seasons. 
Well, as Matt said, it was a complete season, which was wonderful. Plus, there were those extra games added in September. Uh, a big standout was, of course, Bryce Harper's rehab in August um, on the 23rd and 24th of August. I Every season is different. Uh, we have new players, giveaways, have an opportunity to meet the players at luncheons and so on. And and uh, it's uh, it's just a great, pleasant experience to be at that ballpark. And I look forward to it again for this 15th season. Well, that was uh, quite, a, quite a season, as, as both of you said. After the season, the major focus was compliance with Major League Baseball requirements for upgrades at Coca-Cola Park. It was touch and go for a while uh, regarding finances, but in the end, the Phillies came through. Can you, what can you share with us about, Matt, what can you share with us about the upgrades themselves and what uh, fans may or may not notice about them? Well, first I want to start off by thanking Lehigh County uh, for their partnership with us, the Phillies, and a lot of our other local partners that made sure that we, we could stay here in the Lehigh Valley and, and you know, be compliant with the regulations in place. Um, so the, the main difference uh, from a fan's perspective is you won't see much of a difference. It is, uh, I think, the renovations and construction that have been going on um, have been all for the players' facilities and uh, you know, making sure that they're playing and having the resources of a major league ballpark. Uh, and, you know, that's going to affect the their play on a day-to-day, how healthy they can stay and uh, their performance on, on and off the field uh, in the community and on the field, in, you know, when they're playing. So I think that's going to be a big step. We, we always had great uh, facilities, but now they're going to be the best facilities. Anything else that took place during the offseason that might be of interest to our fans and listeners? Yeah, so I think one of the biggest differences that a lot of fans saw last uh, July is we had a new gate open up in center field, uh, the Lehigh Valley Health Network gate. Um, So there's a new entrance to the ballpark through the center field gate. So a lot of fans that used to park towards uh, American Parkway, they used to have to walk quite far away to get to the the main uh, east gates. And uh, so now we have that. And we've also added additional parking behind the video board in left field. So for all those fans that used to park in the grass and have to walk up the road where it was a little little dangerous and, you know, a little further of a walk, that's all going to be taken care of now. You have a direct entrance uh, into the ballpark, additional parking, uh, and, uh, you know, that's probably the one of the bigger differences for fans that you'll see uh, coming into the ballpark in 2023. Well, I mentioned earlier that opening day is about three weeks away. Uh, it officially opens, the season does, on March 31st on the road in Rochester. The home season opens on April 4th against the pesky arch-rival scranton Wilkes-Barre Rail Riders. It's a special time of year, and as both fans perspective and uh, employee perspective. Share uh, your own personal meeting for opening day. Matt first and then Rosalie. Uh, you know, opening day is, it's a, it's always a special day every year. Uh, you know, it's the official kickoff to the season, but 
Uh, you know, I, I, the excitement you see on people's faces as they walk through the gates, especially we have a giveaway this year, uh, opening day. So, you know, the, the excitement on the fans gates outside of the, before we open, uh, outside of the stadium before we open is going to be even, even better. But, uh, you, you get to see a lot of people that, uh, it may be their first time, but a lot of people returning, uh, and, you know, it's a special place for many for different reasons. It could be somewhere that you've taken your kids to, or as a kid growing up, you came to, uh, to the ballpark and, and saw Iron Pigs baseball. For somebody like me, it's literally the last 12 months of work, and that's the day that you see it all come together. Uh, you know, that's the first day of 75 that all the work that myself and, and our team and our organization has been putting on, you know, you get to get to actually see how that goes and, and, and hope, hope for the best. A special time. And what are, you, what are you actually doing specifically to get ready for Opening day, a, a number of things. Uh, you know, right now it's uh, we're putting our final touches on our promotions, and as we've recently released our promotional schedule, and single game tickets are on sale right now. Um, you know, it's it's making sure that we have all of all of those details for every single theme night, all the in-game promotions, all of the giveaways ordered in in hand. You know, there's a lot of things going on around the ballpark with the construction, but, you know, making sure our food and beverage department has uh, all the concessions ready, seeing what those new menu items are, uh, you know, and uh, making sure our show is going to look great, our music, our entertainment, the production that goes on, all of, all of that is coming together as we speak with the final details getting ready for the season. Speaking of uh, new food items, uh, we have a lot of hungry baseball fans out there. <laughs> anything, anything you can tell us about what might be new and, uh, and delicious at Coca-Cola Park? So we haven't uh, revealed any uh, new menu items just yet, but we always do, and we like to uh, surprise people with those. So I will say, I think the from last year's, but I know it's coming back this year, the bacon cannoli is probably my favorite thing that we have at the ballpark. If you haven't tried it, you have to. But, you know, you can expect your favorite fanfare from the concession stands, uh, you know, Dollar Dog on Tuesdays and Thursdays for happy hour. Those are those are always big, big fan favorites with the hot dogs at the, at the ballpark. But, um, you know, we have a, a number of menu items in our, our club and suite level as well that aren't your typical ballpark fare, like the bacon cannoli. So, you know, there's always something on the menu for everyone. And you have a new chef. We do. Alessandro is our new chef. He is uh, just uh, just came to the Iron Pigs recently, and uh, we're we're super excited to see what menu items he has to offer. Rosalie, opening day is almost upon us. What uh, would you like to share about opening day? Opening day, the season has begun, and my calendar revolves around that Iron Pigs schedule. That's where I'll be for those home games and uh, looking forward to it, making sure I have my winter jacket, hat, and gloves ready just in case it's, you know, wintry weather in April. Rosalie and uh, Matt, you both mentioned Bryce Harper being here last year. What, what are the chances he might come back this year? He's, he's not scheduled to be back in the major leagues until uh, July at the earliest. Uh, right. Have you he heard anything about no, so, uh, you know, that's definitely something that uh, the Phillies like to keep that close to the chest on on the information like that. Uh, I would be hopeful that we would see him here again this season, but there's no guarantees there. Um, you know, he, he seems to be progressing through his rehabilitation pretty quickly uh, ahead of schedule, it seems like. Um, but we only hope for the best for him, obviously, for, you know, the 
potential of seeing him in an Iron Pigs uniform again, uh, but also for the Phillies and, and, and for him just to be f- at full health and, and ready to go for 2023. Okay. Uh, we have a lot to talk about uh, for the remainder of the program. We uh, want to talk about the exciting promotions and giveaways you uh, you have scheduled this year. And how does all that come to be? How do you make decisions on what's going to be included, uh, what, what, what you're going to be looking for, with the uh, giveaways and uh, and promotions, I, it's a team effort. Uh, I have a team of eleven in our marketing department that we all work on that, uh, along with the rest of our staff. Uh, we we try to base that on things that are in pop culture, uh, you know, things that are uh, coming up with national days or movies and things along those lines. So we try to keep it as fresh as possible. Okay, we're going to be talking more about that. We're going to be talking about what the team might look like and some of the baseball aspects of the 2023 season, including the age-old question, what about the robo-umpire? Anyway, I see it's the seventh-inning stretch coming up, so we're going to be having a little break now and return to Lehigh Valley Discourse. I'm Steve Aronson here with Matt Barry from Lehigh Valley Iron Pigs and Rosalie Viscomi, number one fan. We'll be back shortly. Celtic Fair, a celebration of Celtic music and culture, from its roots in Ireland, Scotland, Wales, Galicia, and Brittany, to its branches in Australia, Cape Breton, Canada, Chicago, New York, Philadelphia, and the Lehigh Valley. Bringing you music, interviews, and a weekly culture calendar every Thursday from 7 to 9 on WDIY Allentown listener-supported community public radio. Spread the word about your business or organization to a well-informed audience. Become an underwriter with WDIY. Our lineup of NPR news and locally produced programs reaches thousands of engaged listeners in the Lehigh Valley and beyond. Underwriting on WDIY is an affordable and effective way to provide information about your product and services to people who care. To learn more about underwriting opportunities, 610-694-8100 or WDIY.org. I'm Steve Aronson. Good evening, everyone. Back to Lehigh Valley Discourse. I'm here with Matt Barry from the Lehigh Valley Olympics. He's the uh, vice president for marketing and entertainment. And I'm here with number one fan, Rosalie Viscomi. And we have some more things to talk about, about baseball. We're talking baseball right here on WDIY. What new and exciting promotions and giveaways can we look forward to in 2023? I noticed uh, in the press release there were like three categories, theme nights, giveaways, and only one, but there's a special bobblehead giveaway this year, isn't there? Yeah, we have a, uh, you know, we, we try to do with our 75 home games as, as many theme nights. We try to do 75 of them a year, and that can be a tall task. But uh, so we, ha- I believe the number is 56 different uh, independent theme nights. We have 30 different giveaways, including the, the bobblehead, as you mentioned. Uh, it is just one bobblehead this year, um, but it's going to be a really good one. Um, we have. 27 fireworks shows currently on schedule on the schedule and we may be adding more uh, and that does not include our great american blast on july 4th that we normally do as well um, and uh, we also have uh, i believe it's nine different appearances uh, some familiar the philly fanatic will be at a couple games we'll have rookie the bat dog from the trenton thunder he'll be retrieving bats for us uh, for a couple games uh, and uh, some other special appearances throughout the season. So we have we have quite a bit quite a bit planned for for our fans pre in game and post game. Uh, so it's going to be a really exciting year. 
One of the post-game things you have is on Sundays uh, for the young young people. Yeah, so our, our weekly promotions, uh, one of them is our Kids Run the Bases, Lehigh Valley Riley Children's Hospital takes care of us with that and uh, it allows us to be able to have all the kids that attend our Sunday games run the, run the bases. And you have dog night? Yeah, every Tuesday is Tail Wagon Tuesday. Uh, that is uh, the night where you can bring your dogs into the ballpark and this year, uh, with our first Saturday, April 8th, being a, a day-night doubleheader, those are also both going to be uh, dog days where you can bring your dog to the ballpark. So two additional bonus days this year. Day-night doubleheader, that, that means they're both separate admissions rather than the Correct. consecutive games. Correct. Yeah, they're, they're played separately, so we'll, we'll play and end game one. Uh, the ballpark will close, and then we will reopen uh, for game two later that evening. What about happy hour? You mentioned that a little earlier. I, I know that's Rosalie's favorite is happy hour on Thursdays. Um, so th- happy hours are back uh, with, uh, you know, 3 to $4 uh, prices on beers, depending on which beer it is. And with dollar hot dogs during happy hour, uh, the ballpark opens up early, uh, about an hour early those days. Uh, so you can get some extra, extra food and drink in you and uh, also check out, you know, the tail end of batting practice. To reiterate again, the team opens at home on April 4th with five games against the scranton Wilkes-Barre Rail Riders, serious division rivals. Uh, any comments you'd like to share with them? We're not big Rail Rider fans here in the Lehigh Valley, right? They can they can have their 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 land up in Scranton, but you know this is we we currently hold the Iron Rail. Yes, well, the Iron Rail is at our offices currently, so we're we're excited to keep that in 2023. I don't think they'll come and take that from us. That means the Iron Pigs won the season series last year, right? Correct. We have some rule changes. One of which was in effect already last year: the pitch clock. Uh, anything you can share about um, what fans can look forward to, and, and will there be a robo umpire this year? <laughs> so I don't, I don't think uh, the the term robo umpire has been thrown around quite a bit. Um, you know, I think that's the more fun way to call it. Uh, there are some different rules, uh, as you see with the pitch clocks. That's something that we've had uh, for the last couple of years. I think since 2018 is when they first installed those in minor league baseball. Uh, now you're seeing that in spring training. Uh, if you're paying attention, you're seeing a lot of a lot of balls and strikes being called because the time is running out, and it's going to take a lot of adjusting for the the major league guys to to get get in with the the pitch clock. There, there is uh, automated balls and strikes being added. Uh, that does not eliminate umpires. Uh, there will be more information on that uh, on, on a national level over the next couple weeks. But baseball, it's still going to be the same game that you're, that you're used to seeing. There's not going to be much change from, from what you think there. Uh, and, you know, and there's some other things like uh, the defensive shift is no longer allowed. Uh, and, you know, the bases are actually larger in size uh, than they used to be. Let's get to uh, who the Iron Pigs fans might be seeing in, at the ballpark this year. I know it's early and decisions have yet to be made about the players coming here and so forth. What can you what can you share about who we might see and who might be back from last year, if, if anything. Can you share anything with that, about that right now? Yeah, so I think, uh, you know, we're still early in, in spring training, so, uh, you know, you're probably going to have as good a guess as I do on, on our what our opening day roster will look like. 
But, uh, you know, I know a lot of our fans are looking forward to the potential of having Andrew Painter, uh, who's the Phillies' number one prospect right now. You know, big names from last year like Derek Hall, um, you know, fan favorites like Scott Kingery. Um, we're, we're hoping for our sake to have, have those guys with us for our sake. But for their sake, I know they, they would beg to differ and like to be in, <laughs> starting with the, the Major League roster in Philadelphia. So, uh, you know, we'll, we'll have to keep a close eye on spring training. I know those guys are performing well right now. And, uh, you know, like I said, for our sake and our, our fans, I hope we have some big name prospects this year. Well, they're getting a, a kind of a longer shot this year because uh, a lot of the major leaguers, including the Phillies, of course, uh, are spending time with the World Baseball Classic. Yeah, definitely. So you'll you'll get to see them more in those spring training games. Um, I, I, the World Baseball Classic is is always fun to watch. Uh, you know, it's it's something that I believe they kind of really took off with that once the Olympics no longer had baseball, and I know they're looking at bringing that back. Uh, in the in the next, uh, I think it's the next summer games is when baseball comes back. I could be wrong about that, but uh, that's always one of my favorite parts of the spring training is the World Baseball Classic. I love watching the different countries, you know, get represented by the best players out there. Uh, you can always, you know, some some of them are not as good as others, obviously, um, but you know, it's a, it's always nice to have the opportunity to represent your country, and I know a lot of the players uh, enjoy that. Well, we've been talking about promotions and giveaways and so forth and entertainment, and we've been talking about some of the players that might be here. Uh, what's the best way to, for fans to go around and getting tickets to see the Iron Pigs? Uh, you can head over to ironpigsbaseball.com, and uh, you know you can go through all the promotions that we've talked about and, and many more that we haven't discussed uh, under our promotions tab. You can buy single-game tickets. Uh, we still have Bacon USA memberships, which is our season tickets. Uh, those are still available. Uh, group outings, sweet, sweet nights, we have all that available right now. So uh, you, can, you can head over to our website or uh, give us a call at 610-841-7447. Um, that's our main office line. And, uh, you know, I think uh, a lot of people are excited about the season this year. Uh, we definitely see that from our end, and, and, and we're as equally as if not more excited to be able to bring baseball back to the Lehigh Valley. Game times have uh, changed this year. They, they, traditionally, the night games have been at 7.05, Sunday games at 1.35, and uh, Saturday nights 6.35. Correct. That's kind of been jumbled this year. Yeah, so you'll see the game times in April and September. So the start and the end of the season shift slightly. So we're, we're, our weeknights are at 6.45 p.m. is when the first pitch will start. Um, you know, we're trying to... Trying to change things up to uh, account for weather, uh, account for people getting to the ballpark. But once you're back into June, July, and August, it's the same normal game times that you see. And then Sundays, we have some that are 135, and then some that are 635. And then we also have you know the, the outliers of education days. Uh, we have uh, two of those this year, and then a camp day in the middle of June. That Those are the, uh, the early midday start times around 11. Did those changes come about because of fan comments? or We did. Uh, actually, we, we do a lot of what we uh, – most of the changes that we make around the ballpark or, or in our operations, we actually do survey our, our fans. Um, and not just Bacon USA, so not just our season ticket members, but also our individual fans. Uh, so we, we do that on a weekly basis and a game night basis. Uh, but, you know, when it comes to things like this, we do want – 
uh, feedback from our fans to make sure that we're going to make the right decisions that can work with everyone. In terms of, we, we say it's not just baseball. The Iron Pigs, of course, are a baseball team, and uh, there's a lot to talk about with baseball and, and the, the venue at Coca-Cola Park. But it's not just baseball. Iron Pigs Charities, for example, has, has been very have been very active since 2008, since the team uh, came into existence in 2008. What can you tell us about Iron Pigs Charities, the education program, and any other community activities that take place through Iron Pigs Charities or other projects? And uh, is it possible for listeners to get involved with those things? Yeah, definitely. So there is a, a the arm of, of the Iron Pigs that is Iron Pigs Charities. So, you know, we try to do what we can to increase Increase education and physical activity programs for children in the Lehigh Valley. Um, you know, we actually just went through our, um, we do basically two grant uh, cycles. And so we just went through our fall cycle where we, we just uh, gave out $75,000 uh, to 22 different uh, local organizations, and uh, we'll have another one coming up in the spring. So that one in the fall generally uh, plays into programming for kids, you know, things that can promote phys- healthy physical fitness or, you know, different education programs uh, around the Lehigh Valley. And then uh, the one in the spring is generally facility upgrades. So that's where we'll see, uh, you know, the different little leagues in the areas or places that are, are like Miracle League, for example, who have uh, have partnered with us uh, over the years that, you know, are looking to provide those safe, safe educational and, and physical education programs for, for children. Anything else about the Iron Pigs and the organization that people may not be aware of but should be? Well, I'm sure there's a lot, but, you know, I, I we're super excited for 2023. We're, we're happy to continue to have a high-level baseball in the Lehigh Valley and, and bring in a high level of entertainment to our fans. And, you know, um, we, we're just really, really excited to get the season started and super excited to see everybody's faces back at the ballpark. Well, we're just about in the ninth inning now, and... <laughs> Uh, Rosalie, before we uh, turn it back over to Matt for some final comments, uh, any questions or any thoughts you might still have that you'd like to share? I'm just looking forward to a uh, good season this year and um, happy to be back at the ballpark. And I want to say, go Iron Pigs. That, uh, we hear that a lot from uh, General Manager Kurt Landis. In terms of, did we miss anything, Matt, or anything you'd like to add or reemphasize for us? Well, uh, like I said, you can uh, check out our website, uh, ironpigsbaseball.com, for game time information, tickets, uh, promotions, all the information you'll need. uh, That's your one-stop shop for that. Um, And, uh, you know, we have a lot of things coming down down the pipeline for the season. You know, I think from the Iron Pigs Charities perspective, uh, our Meet the Team dinner, that's going to be coming up in late March. So, um, we actually just released that this week, and uh, so we have a, a lot of cool things Cool things coming. We're excited. Since we're on the radio now, it's maybe a good time to talk about uh, how fans can follow the Iron Pigs this year on radio and TV this season. Who are going to be the voices this year? So we will have a new voice of the Iron Pigs. Uh, Pat McCarthy has uh, moved on to... Uh, the New York Mets. Uh, none of us are fans of the Mets in this room, I know, but uh, we wish Pat well. Uh, he's uh, he's a 
he's a great uh, radio broadcaster and, uh, you know, he's getting his big league shot. So we're excited for him. So we have a new voice who will be starting for the 2023 season. Uh, his name is Sam Jelinek. Uh, he's coming to us with some experience in minor league baseball, uh, mainly in the Maryland area and uh, a lot of college athletics. Okay. Uh, I think this is going to be a walk-off home run now. Uh <laughs> I want to thank Matt Barry from the Lehigh Valley Olympics. He's the vice president for marketing and entertainment. We want to thank him for joining us tonight and shedding so much light on what's going to be happening with the Iron Pigs this year. I want to thank Rosalie Viscomi for joining us, number one Iron Pigs fan. She's been at it for 15 years, and uh, I can vouch for the fact that she has a complete total scrapbook for every single season. Again, I'm Steve Aronson. Thanks to all of you for listening, and let's go Iron Pigs! It was Willie, Nikki and the dude. Say hey, say hey, say hey. I'm talking with.